Then we are training believers many different ways, mainly how to share the gospel in a personal conversation. Well, and then uh, we want to ask every believer in that month reach at least one person. But we have over a billion Christians. What will happen if everybody shares his faith? Probably this will be a spiritual tsunami, and we want to see a spiritual tsunami. Last year in the Dominican Republic, a lady got raped the night before Global Outreach Day. So that day she was on the way to commit suicide, but the whole church was active. I think what I've heard, 200,000 Christians were active sharing the gospel. So instead of committing suicide, that girl got saved. Now she got baptized and is following Jesus as part of a church. Associate editor of Charisma Magazine, and today I'm excited to welcome in the studio with me Werner Noctegall. Werner, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for coming to the studio today. You have a very cool event that's coming up next year, so just around the corner, really. Uh, it's coming up in May 2020. It's called Go 2020. Can you share a little bit about what is this event and how did you come up with you want to do this? Actually, I would say it's more than an event. Mm -hmm. um, the main motto is every believer is a witness. Imagine we have over 1.4 billion Chinese Christians. They all jump from a chair at the same time. What will happen? I don't know if they could shake the world, but I believe if every believer is a witness, we can reach the world. So the main goal is to mobilize, I'm talking about worldwide, 100 million Christians to pray and to share the gospel. So um, we will start early May with prayer, with different prayer networks around the world. We want to pray for the harvest. Uh, there are gatherings in, like, in Nigeria, the biggest arena of the world. I've never seen something like that. Only the stage is for 10,000 people. And if the place is packed, there are maybe two, 2 million people. So there are prayer gatherings in different places. But it's mainly about the ordinary believer coming together. Maybe two or three or a church will pray so this will start early May. Then we are training believers many different ways, mainly how to share the gospel in a personal conversation. Well, and then uh, we want to ask every believer in that month reach at least one person. But we have over a billion Christians. What will happen if everybody shares his faith? Probably this will be a spiritual tsunami, and we want to see a spiritual tsunami. Nice. So the goal is to reach one billion people with the gospel then in May 2020. Yeah, that's a big goal, to reach people around the globe with the gospel. And, I mean, we've started Global Outreach Day 2012. And since that time, we've mobilized so many believers, and many of them shared their faith for the first time. Right now, nearly 11 million people got saved. And what's going on because of... Christians are going out and sharing the gospel is absolutely impressive. Like last year in the Dominican Republic, a lady got raped the night before Global Outreach Day. So that day she was on the way to commit suicide, but the whole church was active. I think what I've heard, 200,000 Christians were active sharing the gospel. So instead of committing suicide, that girl got saved. Now she got baptized and is following Jesus as part of a church. So we want to ask every church to send out the believers to share Christ everywhere. We want to flood the world with the gospel because, you know, I'm from Germany. And for 21 years, I've never heard the gospel. Church was for me a very boring place. For me, my dream was to become a rock star because I thought that's a fancy lifestyle. 
But um, when I've heard the gospel that Jesus died on a cross, arose on the third day, he is alive. That was the greatest news I've ever heard. Immediately I began to share the gospel. So we want to ask every church, every believer, share Christ in the month of May with at least one person. Well, you're getting into that a little bit with, with sharing your story, but for you, what is it about evangelism that's so exciting for you? Because I feel like a lot of people these days are not as excited about evangelism as, as maybe you'd want them to be. Well, first of all, for me, um, the gospel is the greatest message ever. You know, I'm traveling around the world. I was in 117 countries. I met so many different people. When I met Christ, that was the greatest moment of my life. And without Christ, I was uh, living without hope. I, I felt lost. And when I met Jesus, <clears throat> that changed my life immediately. So first of all, as believers, we have the greatest message on earth. Then Jesus said, we have to do it. And uh, I know that many Christians, you know, for them evangelism, that means probably a, a famous evangelist is coming or some some strange people on Hollywood Boulevard. But, you know, if you know how much fun it, uh, you will have if you share the gospel and if you know how to do it. I'm just working on a book. The title is Evangelism, to change our mindset. You know, like me in a supermarket. I, I saw a, a guy at the counter. I paid my pizza. I said, sir, um, you are so friendly. For me, you are the worker of the month. His reaction, he was smiling. And a couple of days later, I met him again, and then I had a long conversation about Christ with him. You know, we, we have a different approach if it comes to evangelism. You know, first of all, we have to get the attention, and we have to show interest and not preaching, preaching, or whatever, you know, coming with a, uh, from the wrong side, only preaching. So, but if Christians know how easy it is to talk to people and to tell them about Jesus, well, then maybe this will change. And the goal in May 2020 is to train millions of believers in simply personal evangelism so that then when they are maybe a nurse in a hospital, she can share Christ while she's working, a businessman to another businessman. I know that evangelism, oh, yeah, if, you know, if you come with, with different, you know, blessings, we'll receive everything. But always when I share the gospel, I'm blessed afterwards. Fantastic. So with all of that, then, I know we were just talking off mic about recent research that shows that nearly half of the next generation not only doesn't evangelize, but thinks that it's wrong to evangelize. And that's obviously very concerning for a lot of Christian leaders. It's got to be concerning for an evangelistic-minded guy like you. So what tips would you give to the next generation so that they realize evangelism isn't wrong, so that they can be more effective at it? So what is wrong? What is right? First of all, the Bible is uh, our foundation, and Jesus said we have to go. So this will not change. Uh, it's not an option. So still, what is wrong, what is right, I can read in the Bible. So um, if I see that the, the power of the gospel um, can change lives, and I know the truth, and because of Jesus, I will spend eternity with God. And there are people that have never heard the gospel, and God is calling me to share the gospel, then um, I can learn it. And I've trained over a million people in, in meetings around the world in the last years. And I've seen so many believers after the training, wow, God can use me. And they began to share the gospel like a young girl in Germany. One day she came to me and she said, I was too shy. I saw evangelists for, you know, this famous evangelists and God cannot use me. So 
After the training, she led five people to the Lord in Germany, not Lagos, Nigeria, in Germany. And a man who was nearly blind was able to see. There was another research why young people are leaving great churches. And the main point, the, the, not, you know, they were not leaving churches because of the preacher or the main point was they've never experienced that God could use them. So if you experience that God can use you, I mean, this is so powerful. I made a decision many years ago to reach at least one person every week. And sometimes, you know, I'm not always excited. I'm not always on fire. I made a decision to do it. But very often, uh, when I've shared my faith with others, I was blessed afterwards. You know, I was just uh, not long ago calling a lady on a, a call center. I had a problem with my flight. And uh, during the conversation, she managed my problem. I began to tell her about Jesus. Can you imagine? On the cell phone, I led her to Christ. I mean, it was so much fun. And so, you know, in my daily life, sitting in a taxi or wherever I am, sharing Christ, and I've learned a bit how to do it and not, not the, a stupid way. You know, I'm here from a charismatic church and I want to tell you you're living in sin. Uh, that makes no <laughs> sense. But if you see how Jesus started a conversation, like in John 4, the, uh, the lady, uh, she, he started with daily life things. He began, uh, he talked about water. So if, you know, we start uh, from a, at a point where the people, where the person is, or I can make jokes and having a lot of fun, and then I can share Christ. I really believe that, first of all, God said we have to do it and the gospel is such a powerful message, and I've seen so many lives changed because of the gospel. One story which is outstanding, and I will go to Uganda next month, there was a young girl, 13 years old, and she got saved because of our uh, Global Outreach Day, and then her dad died a couple of weeks later. And I've heard the testimony from, I, I saw him uh, sharing that testimony, and now we will tape the whole story. That girl prayed for her dead father, and God used this young girl, 13 years old, to raise a dead man. I mean, this is quite amazing. So we've seen quite a lot of powerful testimonies how God could use a young girl, every believer, if we are really willing um, to leave our comfort zone and to do something. Well, and I think that's what Go 2020 is about, is everyone together leaving their comfort zone, going out and sharing the gospel, the good news of Christ. So if people want to get involved in this for next year, where can they go? Is there a website they can go to for more info? Oh, absolutely. Go2020.world. Um, that's the webpage for next year. This year, actually, it's May 25th. We want to ask every believer, wherever you are, like I said, a nurse in a hospital or invite your neighbor for a coffee. It's globaloutreachday.com. Nice. So if they want to they want to get ready for next year's big push, we can still do Global Outreach Day this year. It's always it's always in season to share the gospel. Absolutely. <laughs> nice. And if people want to see what you're up to, are you on social media? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook Werner Nachtigall and uh, you you will find me. Fantastic. Well, Werner, is there anything else that you think our listeners should know about either Global Outreach Day or Go 2020? Well, I mean, imagine a whole month where the whole church is active. Um, this really can change something. I mean, we have seen places 
where we flooded the whole area with the gospel. And we've seen the result. I mean, every pastor will see his church grow. I've just heard from a pastor in Brazil, his church, uh, some churches, they were growing because of Global Outreach Day uh, of 2,500 people. Um, God can use every believer on that day. And we have so many powerful testimonies how God is using people. You know, my own story, I was afraid to talk to people. I was afraid to speak in front of people. And the Lord called me. At that time, my English was a nightmare. It's a bit better now, but uh, um, still some, some, sometimes I'm struggling. But can you imagine, while I was afraid, while I thought, God, you cannot use me. God saw me already preaching in the biggest arena of the world in Lagos, Nigeria, in front of a, of a million people. I mean, if you see the Bible, Moses said, uh, I cannot speak. Uh, Peter was a simple fisherman. What I've seen in my own life and with so many other people, God, there are no superstars in the kingdom of God. God can use every person. And in May 2020, we want to see at least 100 million everywhere from New York to Los Angeles, around the world, sharing Christ all over. Fantastic. Well, we can all look forward to that. Werner, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Would you mind closing us with a prayer? Lord, we thank you that you came to seek and to save what is lost. Lord, you died on a cross to save us for eternity. Lord, you arose. You are alive. And you sent every listener to to at least one person. And I pray right now for you that God will open a door that you could share the gospel in the next days and that you could lead somebody to the Lord wherever you are. I bless you and the Bible says you will receive the Holy Spirit and you will be my witness. I bless you with the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Werner Noctegall on the Charisma News Podcast here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for listening. Choosing a college is a big decision, the kind students don't want to make without doing their research. And while normal campus visits are great, wouldn't it be better to test drive a school first? At Liberty's College for a Weekend, students spend four whole days on campus, live in a dorm, attend classes, and go to events like NCAA Division I games or concerts from big-name Christian artists. Liberty also has info sessions for parents, so families are welcome to come out with their student and see just what Liberty's all about. If you'd like to know more about Liberty or their upcoming events, text L-U-C-F-A-W to 839858. Again, text L-U-C-F-A-W to 839858. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. Music.